know that sometimes when it comes to like feeling your feelings, it almost seems like you're not accomplishing anything because you're literally just feeling your feelings. But you are. You are accomplishing something. You're allowing something that was pressed down for so many years and something you're continuing to exert energy on. Like you're using your energy to push these things down. And that energy that you could be using to push these things down, you can be using for other things. So you're using this energy to push things down. And it's now your time to let these things come up so you won't have to exert so much energy over them. And that's the whole point. The whole point is just freeing up your space. So feeling your feelings, allowing things to come up, allowing them to have their space. When the abandonment issue comes up, greet them, acknowledge them. Don't push them down. It's no matter how much they hurt and don't run to your go-tos no matter how hard it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Tony, and I'm your host, and welcome to the Purposely Venting Podcast. In this podcast, we like to talk about all things relevant, and it is my belief that through the gift of talking aloud, we are able to uncover what needs to be uncovered and understand what needs to be understood. Um, so yeah, I hope that you find something in this podcast that is worth you diving into or sparks your curiosity enough for you to be like, hmm, do I do this? Hmm, how can I work on this? Hmm, life. And I'd also believe that no one can live your life for you. No one can tell you how to live your life. Um, all it takes is for you to get quiet and centered and just to understand your space more better, even though that's not proper English. More better. But yeah, how's everybody doing? How was the weekend? I know it was a long one. Happy belated Labor Day. <laughs> I hope everyone just feels rested and ready to conquer the week. Write down some goals, you know. It's a new month. Um, write down some goals for the month. Some short-term goals is, are always good because if you accomplish some short-term goals, it's going to make you want to accomplish some long-term goals. And that is the move. So instead of doing my five things that I'm grateful for, I'm just going to um, settle in on one because I feel like I need to really dive in deep into the one thing that I'm grateful for because I can get lost in five things. But the one thing that I'm absolutely grateful for is this ACA program. It's a 12-step program, and it's free to everyone. No, this is not a sponsored thing. It's just free to everyone, and I believe that everyone deserves the necessary tools to be able to live life. And um, I like to think of ACA. It stands for Adult Children of Alcoholic Parents or a Dysfunctional Household. Um, I like to think of it as like a undressing of the soul, like undressing of the things that are on top of the soul. I don't know, like just getting things off of you. And it's just a beautiful space to just share your experience and no one tells you what to do. There's no leader. There's no membership dues. There's none of that. So if you have ch a chance, go ahead and look that up because it's, it's, it's absolutely life changing. Um, and the mantra for this week is I am worthy. I am worth it. So I hope that you can practice that mantra and just receive all the benefits of stating it in your inner being. So we'll hop right into it. So today we're going to be talking about abandonment issues and abandonment tears. So more so on abandonment tears um, and just how it relates to our lives today. So I would say that I've done I've dealt with a ton of abandonment issues from either parent like um I don't I don't want to say this in a way of like blaming my parents per se cuz I I've definitely worked out a lot of my issues. I still need to work towards my issues towards one of my parents, but that's not the here or there, but I've definitely dealt with the abandonment issues of my father just not being there when I was younger, um just not being in the home or just not really showing much interest of me. Just not really showing much interest in having a relationship with me. Um, and then my mother just um, started over in life and just me not feeling like she wanted me around. Um, 
But like I said, this is not to bash my parents. I still need to work through some things. So I don't let them off the hook that much, but I definitely let them off the hook um, just until I'm able to figure things out. So um, being in this program, this ACA program, I was able to understand how towards one of my parents, I'm still kind of holding on to the fact that this person, this, pre- this parent wasn't, they were present, but not really present. Um, and I realized through the, through the course of like my life, how I started dealing with my abandonment issues or just feeling abandoned overall, just getting my needs met was to just jump into relationships with, um, with the guys. Um, and it started very early, like 13 and 14, where I found myself in relationships and I found myself liking. And then eventually it evolved later on down the road to be me being more promiscuous and just sleeping around um, and not really knowing how sacred I was or how sacred sex was and how sacred, um, how powerful sex is, how many soul ties you can pick up, how many demons you can um, add to your collection along the way of just sleeping with people you really don't know and just people who have their own stuff, you know, their own little un- undoings inside of them, and they putting that energy onto you. But this was my method. Um, I was like, the, I was a second child, so I had to like pretty much raise my siblings. Like I would have to watch them all the time, and I really had no life, um, which is testament to a lot of black uh, women who grew up in big families. They had to be the mama when because mama couldn't be around. Mama had to work. Mama was out partying. Mama was doing this. Mama was doing that. So we had to step up as young ladies and be mama of the. The household. So I found myself in really lonely scenarios. And I remember like when I was like 13 or 14, I found myself on this thing called the loop. And I would be on there for hours talking to boys, getting into different chat rooms, just all type of stuff. Or the the AOL dating sites, I just was searching for a connection and just trying to find somebody to be there. And there was people that was there. There was older men. There was young men. There was there was all type of people that will kind of come in and fill the space. Because if you leave a space empty and you say anyone anyone can come, anyone will come. So this is where I found myself. And up until, you know, I would say to my, you know, now, like, I've been kind of filling this space with, like, relationship. I mean, given now I'm way more safe, like, I don't sleep around and I don't do any other things because I know the, I know the consequence of all those things. But... Um, still, that doesn't negate the fact that I, I still seek relationship whenever those abandonment terrors come up. And I think that for me, abandonment issues and relationships are so closely connected that you would think that they're they're connected. Like they're so close together that you would think that they're connected. So anytime there's any feelings of abandonment that comes up for me personally, I automatically start wanting to reach out and, and seek out relationship and seek out it to talk to an, a man or something. Like I haven't fully like released this pattern, but I'm I'm coming into the knowledge of it and I'm I'm seeing how scary that is. Um I think that I think when it really comes down to it, a part of me is definitely love avoidant. Um, I can I can convince myself that I'm that I'm looking for a relationship, but in the end, I feel like I'm very love avoidant because I have been hurt a number of times, and I've definitely done the hurting a number of times. And it's just I I don't know. A part of me feels like it's just safe to not get into a circumstance that can possibly end in ruin. But I think that when it comes to abandonment terrors. Yes, this is my pattern, but I think that a lot of people go through like like different type of terrors. Like some people it can be alcohol, some people it could be drugs, some people it could be spending, others it could be gambling, others it could be sex. Like it's any and everything. And it's like, well, how do you actually deal with these abandonment terrors? <laughs> I think there's no specific way other than 
I mean, I guess the most specific way was just to be to deal with your feelings. And it's very uncomfortable to sit in feelings because it's kind of like hot potato. Like you don't want to look at them. You don't want to acknowledge them. You don't want to greet them. You just want them to get away from you. And then you just want to push them away. But they don't ever go away until you actually like confront them, until you actually like face them, like face yourself, face your addiction. And for me, I would say facing it is very uncomfortable. But because I've been on this like detox journey of not um, not getting on social media, not listening to music, not reading any self-help books, um, and just recently adding just no, no self-pleasure, um, just for my own personal reasons. I know people are probably like, girl, bye. But for me, that's one of the things that I've also picked up in my abandonment, just overly doing that since I was like 13. So, ooh, hopefully nobody young listening. But um yeah, I think that everybody has their abandonment terrors and what comes up for them. And then they, they have a specific go-to. And I believe that if you look at your issue long enough, you'll be able to, you'll be able to see it. I also don't believe that going to my parents and bleeding out over them will be the answers too, because they can say sorry to they blue in the face. That don't mean I'm going to forgive them. Someone said something very profound to me, or someone explained it very carefully to me, and I was just like, wow, that's it. He was like, both of my parents have died. I've had rejection issues. I've had all of these fears. I've had anger. I have resentment. And you would think by my parents dying... I would be okay because they're no longer here. But there's this, the same feelings that he had when his parents were living are the same feelings that he's carrying now. So he came to the conclusion that, well, maybe it was never my parents. Maybe the thing that I should have been focused on and trying to heal has always been inside of me. And it just blew me out the water because I'm like, wow, like how many times do we blame other people? And not to say that other people don't deserve to blame, but how many times do we keep it there? And it's kind of like, if you don't change this, then I'll never change. But that person, you can't change people. It's like, change people is like trying to grab water. You cannot grab water. Like it will slip through your fingers. People are so shifting and shifting sands. They can tell you anything and make you believe that. Not to say that people are wicked, but people wicked. You know what I mean? People can tell you anything, but you just, you just can't change anybody. The only person that you can really change is yourself. And I know that it's very uncomfortable to deal with these feelings because they, they, just, they just be ratchet sometimes. Like they, they just come in, they want to bully you, they want to tell you what to do, but it's literally feeling them a day at a time, you know? And I know that sometimes when it comes to like feeling your feelings, it almost seems like you're not accomplishing anything because you're literally just feeling your feelings, but you are. You are accomplishing something. You're allowing something that was pressed down for so many years and something you're continuing to exert energy on. Like you're using your energy to push these things down. And that energy that you could be using to push these things down, you can be using for other things. So you're using this energy to push things down. And it's now your time to let these things come up so you won't have to exert so much energy over them. And that's the whole point. The whole point is just freeing up your space. So feeling your feelings, allowing things to come up, allowing them to have their space. When the abandonment issue comes up, greet them, acknowledge them. Don't push them down. It's no matter how much they hurt and don't run to your go-tos no matter how hard it is. Like, Y'all don't even know how hard it was for me driving back from my ACA meeting this um, evening to not call somebody and not just be on the phone and kind of push them down because that's what I'm used to. But the more and more I detox my space and the more and more I get clear on the things that I know are 
beneficial for me, the more I'm able to allow them their space and their time. And I'm able to cry them out and think it through and just allow them to come up so I can just be more clear in the inside and get more into being happy in my life and more into being purposeful in my life and healing my my generation, you know, healing, healing my line of people. Because when you do healing, you automatically heal those around you because people see that light in you. Um, so, yeah, I would I would just, you know, just kind of like I'm trying to get your juices thinking about your own issues, like your own abandonment issues and how those show up in your life. So that's really the the icing on the cake here that the cherry on the top is how are your abandonment issues showing up for you? What are your abandonment terrors pointing you to? Like, what is your go-to? And then I would say, start there. Um, and I know a lot of people were like, I don't know. I, I don't know. And, you know, that's what causes us to go reach out to other people or causes us to go pick up a book because we don't know. But you don't know because you don't ask God. And when you ask, when you, when you ask God, you don't sit there long enough to get the answer. So it's like, yes, your answer may not come immediately in the moment. It may come in a couple of days, it may come in a couple of hours, a couple of minutes, a couple of days, a couple of months, even a year. You just never know. But just have the courage enough to sit with yourself, detox your space, whatever whatever that means to you, and just listen in for God's word. Because I, I definitely believe that I'm not religious at all. So when I'm saying God, I'm not talking about in religious form whatsoever. I'm talking about spiritual form. Be have the courage to be spiritual and to listen in on the downloads of the universe. Um, and I believe that you will find some great, great answers. Um, abandonment issues, they carry, even though they probably don't show up as often, they're still there. And energy, can it can't lie. So when you come around someone who has some serious abandonment issues and you just can't put your finger on it, it's the energy telling on them because energy is definitely something that nobody can, we can't get away from. It's neither destroyed are created energy is just it just is so in order to clear your energy filled up clear your inner vessel clear your inner world your inner vessel and then you will be so much more of a light and you'll start to attract those things that um you want so those things that you want they also want you back you just got to clear up that space and just get clear in the inside so i hope that this podcast helped you it definitely has helped me i'm really i'm feeling great just speaking aloud about some things and just getting open about my past um, just a little bit at a time, but yeah, I hope that you can join me in the next one. And I, I pray that you have a great, great week.